Welcome to the Pick Up Podcast, the place where women pick each other up, dust each other off, and help each other to shine. This is a place of lifting, refreshing, and truth-telling. Our goal? To collect the broken pieces of our lives and create a beautiful mosaic that reflects light and hope to the world. So take a deep breath, sis, because you've just found two new friends for your journey. We just have one question for you. Are you ready to pick up where we last left off? Let's begin. Welcome back to The Pickup. This month we'll be talking about homeschool and I'm super excited because that is one of the reasons that we connected as friends in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Yes, we were on campus together at CFNI and just meeting another family, especially a family of color that hey. homeschools <laughs> is a rarity. Yes. So I was thrilled and you were very instrumental um, in helping me get started. So I'm excited to dive into that today, how we got started what we've learned along the way. How many years has it been? Oh gosh, I've been homeschooling for 14 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And across different ages. So Mm -hmm. you have six children here with us. Yes. And what ages are they now? So, okay, I've got an 18 year old. Everyone's about to turn an age. So I'll just like (laughs) round up to where people are going to be. So we've got 18, 16, 15, 13, 12, and nine. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's crazy is what it is, <laughs> but it's our life. And yeah, so we met on campus. We talked about homeschooling on campus. Um, I guess we can just start from what I shared with you, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason I even got into homeschool in the first place was because um, a friend of mine said to me, hey, have you watched this documentary on the imprisonment rate of young black boys and how it was a prison to pipeline problem with the elementary schools? Wow. And I was like, oh, no, I haven't. Let me look at that documentary. And around the same time, um, Zora, who's our oldest, she was having just like some anxiety problems in school. She was always a super great student. Um, but I would get phone calls that sounded like, oh, Mrs. Cole, you know, Zora was trying to direct the other kids to pay attention and got upset today. And so we just want you to know she's great, but she's going to come home a little bit upset. So we... Uh, what grade was she in? She was... It was like preschool. It might have been kindergarten garden. Wow. Uh-huh. And so um how she is now, she's always been just That's like exactly very studious. What I was thinking. She's yeah. her personality was shining even then. She hasn't changed. But yeah. My, uh, Zora has not changed at all. And so with the combination of those two things, um we looked at this documentary and it was like, "Oh my goodness." this is really crazy. Um, now in my family, you know, there's 10 of us, my mom and dad had 10 kids and, um, two of my brothers did end up in the prison system for some time. And so I also knew in addition to the video, I also knew that there was a lot of truth in it, right? That kind of in some ways, no matter how diligent you can be as a parent, you, your children spend a ton of time away from you. And where do they spend a lot of their time? They spend it in the school system. And if the school system is not designed to be able to support your child, Um, especially if you're a working mother, if you're a mother that's going to school, if you're a single parent household, then you don't know all of the influence that's that's happening to your kid. Um, And so those are some of the things that precipitated me starting to homeschool that. And we were coming to Texas. We were in the middle of thinking about a move. And so all of that just kind of seemed like the right time. Um, 
and it seemed like something that we needed to do. And it's been our lifestyle ever since. What about you? Why did you get involved in homeschooling? It's interesting because I didn't realize how different it was. So I don't think I ever made a conscious decision. I just remember. So from the time my oldest Savion is now 13, I have Sanaya who is six. She'll be seven in September. And then the baby just turned five. And so I just remember when I was pregnant with him, you know, I was ready to go to work. And then when I went to work, got laid off. Mm -hmm. So there was just a series of different events that kept me home. And so finally, I felt like God was saying, I want you to be home with him. And so when school age came around, I felt in my heart, God told me about my son. He needs to be, he's a John the Baptist, basically. Mm -hmm. He needs to be raised outside of this culture. Again, I didn't make the connection with homeschool. And so I began meeting people like you, um, another good friend, Nancy Gutierrez. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Arise Church. Hey. And um, <laughs> they were the first that I, I, you know, I was like, tell me about homeschool. I don't mm -hmm. know anything about it. Didn't really grow up. I grew up in Catholic schools and then public schools. And so just meeting other people, it resonated. It felt like, okay, this fits our life. You know, my yeah. husband and I do so much. We travel. He has, he's a music artist and we're in nonprofit. So we're always on the go. And so it made sense later, but in the moments I was just following these breadcrumbs. And yeah. so I remember being on campus saying, okay, I don't know where to start. What do I do? So for me, it was just one, this is what's best for my child. Mm -hmm. And this is what's best for our family and our lifestyle. And I think that precipitated the decision but honestly every year we pray about it mm -hmm. is God is this still what you want us to do yeah and so we'll talk later about my transition out to a hybrid situation but I'd love for you to share with our audience what was some of the, the insight that you shared with me because it, it definitely gave me more peace it gave me more confidence in starting yeah wow so I'm pretty sure because I kind of give people the standard same set of information when they start. Which is great. So don't let it downplay that. <laughs> I hope it's helpful. <laughs> Which, by the way, before you even do that, check out that documentary. We'll definitely put some links and tags for that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much good information out there. And I will just double back for a second and say I had a great public education. You know, like some people, um, when they come to me and ask me about homeschooling, they're like, oh, you must not have been a good mm -hmm. student or maybe, um, you know, you had a bad experience really I was you know like super involved in theater and band and choir and all of that stuff and I felt like I had a great support system I had good friends I just think that it's different for each person and um, what each of us needs is something slightly different so shout out to the public education system yes. because we know some amazing educators that are working in it absolutely um, and they're doing awesome things it's just not something that's for my kids for this season not for your kids right so um, my standard set of tips and tricks I guess number one is don't compare yourself to anybody else so um, homeschooling is very very personal and you have to craft the journey for your family um, an example of that for us is like while I was in nursing school my kids would work on school when I was up studying which was often <laughs> like 11 p.m. to like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and that might sound crazy to some people to have an 8 year old working on phonics at 3 a.m. but that's the time that I was available and that's what worked for our family so um, that's something is just to make sure it's specific to your family and don't compare. Um, and then I think another piece of advice is you have to know your family and yourself before you start. So you need like a detox period. You need to not expect that you're going to be 
keeping up with the school district, you need to forget that there is a school district <laughs> because in in the state of Texas, you're considered your own private school when you decide to right. homeschool, your own private entity. It's not that way in every state, but in the state of Texas, you can safely not worry about what's going on at Mansfield ISD or Arlington ISD because it doesn't matter to you. Right. You are your own school. You get to make the choices. You get to call the shots and you have to give yourself the grace to detox and a couple of years to find your groove. So I think that would probably be like my third biggest tip and trick is you're going to need 18 months, two years, three years, honestly, to find what works for you. There's a lot out there uh, for homeschoolers. And then there's also not a whole lot at the same time, right? Like there's a lot of co-ops and there's a lot of um, experiences, but you have to find the things that are right for you. And so it takes a while to be able to find those um, experiences and also the community. Absolutely. Community is super important in homeschooling. um, And you got to find the right community to be able to support you. And thankfully for me, when I started homeschooling um, and when I was on campus at CFNI, I remember Coral Lehman Mm -hmm. um, and her her husband was Mike Lehman and he did stuff with like the sound and lights and things like that. She was amazing. And she was like, come on, let me, let me teach you some stuff that's going to help you out. So we all help to teach that's each right. other for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love what you said. Um, I think the word that set out was flexibility. Mm-hmm. I think, um, more than just the kids detoxing, it's really the parents. It I is. feel like we have this expectation and then we project it on the kids, but the detox is more for us to just relinquish these expectations, mm-hmm. relinquish the standards. Um, and I think it's so true is that even knowing our family, but knowing that each one is different. Mm-hmm. And so even curriculum, I remember you saying that what worked for my son may not work for Sanaya, it may not work for Chloe. And Absolutely. so just being flexible and, and creating now that's one of the challenges of it, mm-hmm. right, is to meet each one where they are, but that's the beauty of it, right, for them to really come into their own and find themselves and thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's so important for my family, our homeschool philosophy is what is your natural gift, what's your natural bend, and let's lean into that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have kids who have, like, super high executive function and mathematics and all of that, and so they excel, and so we do what we need to do to, to support them. But then I also have kids who are, like, yeah, I'm not really going and getting a bachelor's degree. I'm not interested in in higher education and we're like, well, but you are, (laughs) you know, but we also come alongside them and trying to gain an understanding of like, why do you feel that way? You know, and can we get you some curriculum? Can we help you learn? Can we um, grow your skills in a way that you don't feel adverse to furthering your education, that you can embrace that part of you as well? Um, Homeschool has to be very, very specified, in my opinion, for it to work. Um, and for everyone to thrive and for everyone to feel like they're getting the most from it. Um, And, you know, speaking of that flexibility, you know, just because we homeschool doesn't mean we don't have to work, right? Like I could talk about homeschooling all day long, but there's a a whole side of this that's parent facing that's super important. So I know that both of us have worked over the the years of homeschooling our kids. Um, Tell me a little bit about what that, how that's been for you. Yes, I definitely want to dive into that, but I don't want to miss this key, this gem that you just dropped. So first she said, know your family, right? Know yourself, Mm -hmm. know your family, know your kids but also have a philosophy. I think that's the next step is before, you know, have take time, right? Give yourself grace, yeah. but figure out what's the right approach. And you can look up, there's too much information. Too much information. But again, you don't have to necessarily try to fit your family into a box, but there are different um, styles, right? Mm-hmm. There's the Charlotte 
with Charlotte Mason Charlotte style. Mason yes. style. And uh-huh. so for my son, that was a great style. So we started with literature based. But again, my daughters are more active. So, you know, they might like workbooks. And so it's take piecemealing and put it together, not just the curriculum, but the styles and adapting that. Um, but that I just didn't want to walk away from that. That's huge. Yeah. Um, but yes. So being flexible also with the ebbs and flows of life. So when I was pregnant, you know, I homeschooled 100 percent of the time with my son until I got pregnant and then I was working part-time and it's like I had to be okay taking pauses right let's Mm -hmm. talk about those extended pauses sometimes that's a real thing we may have a plan we may have curriculum planned out but it's okay sometimes to hit the pause button and just live right and there's Mm -hmm. so much life lessons in that there are life skills that we're teaching them to like give ourselves permission to do that and let's gel as a family and let's support each other the curriculum will always be there and we can pick up later it's so true um that's wisdom that the curriculum will always be there and our kids learn a lot more than we think that they do when their nose is not in a book you know what I mean it's not in their math textbook um and a great example of that is a lot of people ask me like well how do you homeschool like so many different grades at the same time and I think people have just an old perception Mm -hmm. of what homeschooling is we actually do sit at a big table (laughs) in our our house but you don't have to do that however my nine-year-old is fantastic at math because my 15-year-old who's already done college calculus is like, oh, you want to learn more about that? Come here and I'll show you how to solve this equation. You know, he doesn't think that she can't do it because of her age. He just says, sure, I'll, I'll teach it to you because there's no limits on what someone can learn just because of their age or because of what their grade level supposedly is. And so that's just an example of being flexible for your family and being flexible within what you do and how you teach, because those moments of pause definitely come, uh, two of my girls are in dance and, you know, we have kids that are in soccer. I mean, it's insane. All of the things that we do, there's so many things, um, which debunks the myth that homeschoolers only stay at home. We are gone all the time. Right. Um, but those seasons of rest when we've got soccer every single Saturday and when we've got dance um, competitions and, you know, we're gone for three days and we really need to recoup for a few days of those week or I may need to work because I didn't work over the weekend. And so those times of rest are legit and mm-hmm. they're necessary because right. you do have to provide for your family and it's super important for them to be able to see the balance that you have Absolutely. as an adult to be able to know when to work when to rest and how to prioritize things so great yeah and it goes back to your point not comparing I think if we don't get caught up in that comparison trap then there's no mm-hmm. fear there's no standard to live up to what's up everybody thanks so much for joining us on this first episode of our new series how we homeschool If this episode left you wanting more, don't worry, friend, we got you. Join us next week as we talk about common homeschool myths and the great balancing act that comes along with being a working mom, traveling, scheduling, and socializing these kids. In the meantime, follow us across all platforms at It's The Pickup so you never miss any content drops. We're your hosts, Chrisette Cole and Dominique Jones, and we can't wait to pick up the conversation with you next time.